Welcome to Life Workshop, where we discuss the forgotten basics. The topic of this episode is Don't Make It My Identity. As um, usual again, uh, for the recent episodes, your most favorite co-host is... I'm back. <laughs> Dyke. And I'm, and I'm here because Mo is trying to force his identity on me. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my, your most favorite host, Mo. Uh, so don't make it my identity. Where am I going with this thing? Um, maybe I should start with this story. I immigrated to Canada in 1997. I was very, very young. Now I'm just young. <laughs> So you immigrated when you were 37. <laughs> We will talk later. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then after a month and a half in Toronto, you know, um, then I moved to Saskatoon. Um, and I started working at Royal University Hospital in Saskatoon. But shortly after, they found out that I was really good. So they ended my contract. <laughs> <laughs> Two months early. It was so good that they wanted you to go. Okay. Then okay. I said, screw you guys, you know. <laughs> so I got lucky. I got upgraded and I moved to Regina. <laughs> For okay. those who don't know. One, one upgrade. That sounds like a really good one. <laughs> As you have said it before, Regina is the center of the earth. You don't believe me, go measure it. <laughs> Saskatoon, boo. Oh, you're going to start something. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, when, when I came to Canada, I mean, to Regina, it was in 98 by this time, there were very few immigrants here. And then, uh, <clears throat> and I wanted obviously to integrate into the society. Uh, I was working as a physical therapist at one of the clinics, and then I had this patient of mine that, Uh, one day she said that she was a part of a group that they were playing volleyball, beach volleyball, baseball, and those kind of things. And then I said, well, that's awesome, you know. It's happening in Regina, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> We have a lot of beaches here. <laughs> But anyway, so then I said, that was awesome. So I started, I, I joined the, the group, and the group was called Contemporary Singles. Oh. <laughs> Contemporary singles. Yeah, so we are we're all singles at the time. <laughs> at the same time. Okay. It was a very interesting group, actually. I, I Honestly, I really enjoyed it. I think I was the only foreigner there. <laughs> Everybody was from here and, you know, no accent except me. <laughs> With an accent, a weird name <laughs> at the time. And then good looking. And a weird <laughs> nose. Yes. So you really stood out from the crowd is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what I want to say that to be honest, during that time, I never ever felt that I was discriminated uh, or racism. I really didn't feel it. Maybe I was oblivious to it. I don't know. But I never felt that. But at the same time, for example, sometimes I felt that I'm not fitting in. Okay. And then... Why don't I fit in? Of course, then afterwards I realized I didn't fit in, not for the fact that I'm, I was a foreigner or something, or they were discriminative. It had nothing to do with that. It had more to do with the fact that I didn't speak English as good as I do now. 
<laughs> then, okay, moving on. And then we, I didn't share the same history. Uh, I was okay. new, obviously, at that right. time. And yeah. then, for example, if they said a joke, that you, there was a history to it. You missed it. Yeah, yeah, you just didn't know of it. And if I yeah. said a joke, they wouldn't get it. Then I had to explain the whole history mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. Then by that time, it's not a joke anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course some language barrier and the most important part was personality and cultural differences you know that was the most important part of course this thing were the thing that i realized years after mm -hmm. that why didn't i fit in um and then of course this that i'm saying don't take me wrong there were some that they were very actually friendly and they were more helpful and actually they would do their best right you know, to to accept me. Like, and take you in and kind of... Oh, for just, sure, yeah. for sure. But show for, you the ropes and... Sure. But for the most part, that was not the case. And, you know, let's be real, you know, not everybody can, I mean, go out of their way. So, mm. but anyway, so this went on. And then, um, although it was very good, for example, uh, now to cover some, you know, one of the guys that was there, he was more of a, a kind of a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> a very good guy. Okay. Uh, let's call him George. Belle Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have watched this Jeff Foxworthy. He has this, he's a comedian. You might be a redneck. I've not. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He, uh, okay. If you haven't watched that, you can watch it on YouTube. You might okay. be a redneck. And then he, he had, I think he qualified for most of those. <laughs> when you go to a family reunion for dating somebody. <laughs> Hey, we do that in Iran, and it's a normal thing. <laughs> it's accepted. <laughs> but okay. anyway, for example, he, he was very competitive and more of a redneck style. So sometimes with him, we had a bit of a competition too. And I was very competitive, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, now this that I'm saying, the same, let's say, George, one day we had gone to a bar and then as a group, and we had rented a room. And then I, when I was not in the room, I came out. Let's say George noticed that he felt that somebody picked on me. He was almost about to beat the shit out of the guy. <laughs> because although when we were in the group, he was competitive and I was the opposite side. Because now as a group we have gone there, the other guy is the outsider. And he was very protective. Oh. So the, now all of a sudden, you, because you're now in the group and part of the group, but you're in a, another different setting, correct. you've become part of them. That's correct. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and actually, this is normally said that in, in the, uh, uh, even presidents, what they do to bring the country together and to increase their chances of re-election, they cause a war. Because then you stand together. Because you stand together, then you don't want change. Mm -hmm. Yes, and this mm -hmm. is historically, you know, it is true. And then, so the thing that he did, of course, this was not planned from my end to <laughs> get picked on by somebody. But you told George, knock him out when yeah, I yeah. leave the room. And honestly, he's a tough son of a bitch. You could beat the shit out of the guy. I just had to stop him. No, no, no. You know what? The guy is drunk. Just leave him alone. That's okay. And he had a very noble, you know, idea and intention. Of mm -hmm. course, the performance was. Not the best, but and you know, maybe a bit aggressive. But yeah, the intention and I—I I mean, it's kind of standing up for you and defending yeah. you, like the damsel in distress. And it, it, it happened actually in, in later on, you know, in some other things that if I needed him, he would be the guy to call. Okay. 
If you needed him, he But was the man. But you just called him a redneck. But he was a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> And it does not a bad thing. I'm not saying this is it's a bad thing. No, it's just a no. lifestyle. It's a different way of looking. And sometimes it's more primitive, I would say. Yep. So, but no, no, he was a very, very good guy. I really liked him. But so, uh, now, th- this is where I wanted to go. In this group when I was, you know, sometimes, them, often, very you know, frequently we see people, they would say that, hey, you Iranian or you Muslims, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, how do you do this? Yeah. And then, I, I, of course, this took me years to understand w- what happened. I never liked it when they said that way because you lump you in a group. They just assume that you're... I mean, you look like it, you speak like it, maybe you're it. Then you're it. Yes. I, although I didn't quack. But <laughs> so let's just, I, first of all, and they knew that I'm not a Muslim. I don't practice Islam. I'm an atheist. They knew that. Mm-hmm. But again, but my name is there. So my name, uh, Muhammad, uh, in case it was, you know, then they would just lump you in the Correct. Islamic group. Yeah. And, and I mean, I've, I've experienced that myself or seen it where, where somebody just, ask you the one day or s- not to ask you but said I that. oh go ahead um, when I think we were having like a group dinner somewhere and you were eating pork yes and somebody said oh I thought you're Muslim yes and this individual knew you for years that's correct we don't want to say the name I exactly remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and I mean that's exactly it where you know people just assume By your looks and your accent and just, the, the point is just based out of that. Actually, that is a specific individual. He knew that in Islam, you don't date other women if they are not your wife. Right. And then because of that, you have 72 wives. No, I'm sorry, sorry, four wives. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't have to date them illegally. <laughs> There is a solution for everything. <laughs> and you're not supposed to drink. But I was doing the other two. Yes. I drink. But I, you were eating something that you weren't supposed to. Yeah. Yes. He, and he had just hadn't seen that. Anyway, right. so it was... But, I mean, again, that... Uh, maybe it's just a... It's the the knowledge of the individual and to some extent the close-mindedness of, of it is, just you know, people. Correct. I mean, they, they don't have the experience. They, I mean, I think both of us are relatively well-traveled. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been exposed to different places, different cultures, and, you know, we just know there's more out there. That is correct. And we do live in a small little place and there's people who's been here for years and years and years and years and years. They just haven't been exposed to it. So they that that is good. But at the same time, I should tell you this though. In the same group, this is the very interesting part. The same group that, you know, people, they would say, you people, you mm-hmm. Iranian, you Muslims, you this. Right. You, they would lump you. There was one of the ladies. I'm going to call her Grace. Not Billy Bob. No. Okay. No, actually, I noticed with her, you know, when she would ask me a question, I was more than happy to answer. I was just very comfortable. But, I mean, that's the thing. Ask but just the listen, question. Though. But listen Don't to assume. this, though. How she said it. She would say... You were born in Iran. She didn't say you're Iranian. Okay. She would ask, how is it done in Iran? Not how you Iranian do it. There is a difference. There is a difference, yeah. Because yeah. when she says, how you Iranian do it, it makes it my identity. Correct. How do you know She's that I want that to be, I, I, don't, yeah. I want to be identified as that. Right. But she would ask, how is it done in Iran? And that's a very proper question. It's because a, It's, it's a, the nice way to structure that because then she's not assuming that you're an Iranian and then 
the rest of it comes with that. Correct. And then yeah. she allows me to, yes, I was born in Iran. Most likely I know more than you about Iran. That's fair, a very fair assumption. Yeah, yeah. That's a very appropriate. And she wouldn't say to you Muslims. She would say, how is it done in Islam? Mm-hmm. Or were you born in a Muslim family? So the question does not, she didn't make it my identity. And she was damn right. I was born in a Muslim family. Mm-hmm. I knew about Islam more than she did because mm-hmm. I was there. Mm-hmm. I was born in Iran, so I knew more about Iran. But she wouldn't make it my identity. Even right. as a physiotherapist that I'm working, she wouldn't say, you physiotherapist, how do you do this? She would say, yeah. how is it done in physiotherapy? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't personalize it. Very she, much. She generalized um, the topic, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. had nothing to do with me. Correct. It had to do with the subject. The subject matter. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, it took me years before I understood because years after, I ran into another friend who, again, she was using that language. And then she told me that she had read a book that, I don't know, first, don't identify yourself or don't make it your identity, something mm-hmm. that... Basically, it would say, don't say, I'm a runner. Say, I do run. I run, yeah. yeah. No, don't say, yes, you know, I'm, uh, let's say, or even I'm a, I'm a man. I was born a male. There is a bit right. of a difference There's, between the two. Yeah, agreed. You know, not that I'm a cyclist. I do cycle. Mm-hmm. And the reason, for example, when you say that, let's say I'm Iranian, then if you come and say that, oh, this Iranian, they do this, then you have attacked me already. Right. Then it's become personal. It becomes personal. Statement. Yeah. Yeah. But if you say, Iranian do this, I'll say, I was born there. You know, mm-hmm. I agree or I don't agree. So it's more general statements and general questions versus private yes. or personal. Rather, so. that, that is the thing. You don't want to make it your identity. Even we do it to ourselves very frequently, but if we separate, because it's just a part of us. For me, I was born in Iran, is a part of me. And I had no, uh, you know, say into that. Right. And then, that is different than if I say, yeah, I would say I was born in Iran, if I would say I carry a Canadian passport, it is true. But am I Canadian? Well, by definition, yes, but I wouldn't want necessarily to be identified as such. And the reason is, Again, when if, if somebody says that Canadian do this, then hey, you're attacking me then now. Yeah, yeah. If it is something negative, and mm-hmm. if it's something positive, I take pride in it, which again has nothing to do with which me. Again, yeah, it's selective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense, you know, that you know, if I haven't done anything about it, why should I take pride in it mm-hmm. or take shame into it? You know, it's just my not my responsibility. It was just something. So anyway, I realized that she did it that way, and then uh, because of that, I was feeling a lot more comfortable to talk you know, to her and respond to her. And normally I say that when you speak, speak accurately. And when you listen, listen professionally. I will do another podcast about this later on. And basically the gist of it is this. When you speak, speak very accurate. You know, don't, don't say, uh, just don't right. grow. Yeah, when you make a gross... Don't, don't group it. Don't generalize it. Don't... Correct. Yeah. Because when you speak grossly, you conclude grossly too. Remember that. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. You don't say that my car is broken. <laughs> no, you will say which part of the car is not working. It doesn't show a sense of maturity when we speak that way. 
But when I say, listen, professionally, I'll be going to these details later on, it means that now if somebody says, my car is broken, then you help them to, okay, which part of it? Not what, the whole car. What's the noise that it's making? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. can, you, <laughs> can you make that <laughs> noise? <laughs> but now, the funny thing is that, now this is where am I going with this thing? When they did this, that for example, between these two type of people, that one said that you people, the other said that you were born in Iran. The difference is showed later on. When 9-11 happened, when 9-11 happened, obviously, although, you know, I was there and they knew me, I, you know, I was the same person, I hadn't changed. All of a sudden, in the eyes of majority, I became a terrorist or terrorist oh, assistant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, in seriously, you know, okay, me, I don't want to sensationalize it, yeah. but it went a bit to the extreme. Yes, they were looking at me differently. Even at work, I got two complaints against me shortly after that shortly after 9-11 just because my name was Muhammad and or even did you deserve it <laughs> no to be honest no. no no yeah but I mean it, it just it creates that awareness and then people start grouping and assuming and you know making up the story in their own head that he looks again he looks like a Muslim he speaks like a Muslim I guess he's a Muslim and they bombed that place. And the Muslim should be the terrorist. You know, just the correlation. The correlation Correct. goes completely. It's yeah. a, a very, and the interesting part, let's say the same lady, Grace, she was the only one, I mean, among the few, that she had more empathy towards me. Right. Because she could realize that people are you know, lumping people me into this exactly group, yeah. although yeah. it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. And because she was not seeing me as an Iranian, as a Muslim, she would allow me to decide who I am. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, I, I, I have done this TED Talk, identity, is it inherited or created? She wouldn't blame me for inherited identity. Right. Nor praise me, you know, neither. Yeah. And then, and because of that, she was more, had some sort of empathy towards me. And to be honest, that is one of the very main reasons to this state, I call myself as Mo versus Muhammad. Muhammad. Because it really, over time, especially because the terrorism continued, you know, I got sick of it. Mm-hmm. That it has nothing to do with me. That even one day I went, those days Facebook was more popular. I put that on Facebook. I said, you know what, to be honest, I'm sick of this. I want to change my name. Stephen. <laughs> that was one of the suggestions. <laughs> but, but no, seriously, no. And uh, of course, uh, quite a few as a joke, they said, no, you should change it to this, this, this. Yeah, yeah. And then... But, you know, some of the friends, they said that, no, actually you should not. Okay. To make a point that not all Muhammads, at least a small percentage of them mm-hmm. are not terrorists. Maybe the majority are, yeah. but if a small percentage So, are. I don't know if I'm jump, jumping the gun here, but it's very much, or the conversation up to now has been very much with people doing it to me or people doing it to you. But how often do we do that to other people? Oh, my God. This is interesting. Actually, yes. Okay. We, uh, we do it to ourselves. Yeah. When, for and example, we lump it. For yes. th- and, you know, we lump it in that sense that, for example, if you say something to me about a behavior in me, right. then I make it big. You're talking about my whole me and then my whole family and whole generation yeah. and the whole right. continent. And the country, <laughs> yes. <laughs> sometimes we do that as a defense mechanism and sometimes we do it to attack somebody. Yeah. And then, but uh, these mistakes happen. Probably we do that too. But because of that, I'm hoping with this just, talk, I mean, we just yeah. The more awa- the more awareness that you create, the more you'd obviously think about it. And it's such a fine tune, just of the 
the sequence of words that can change the the meaning of the question to be more appropriate and to be more correct is just how you yes. say it, it as, really as that, that they speak accurately yes, yes. Yeah. but again at the at the same time the 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 the, the listener if it I was mature mm-hmm. I was mature enough I could have helped them Right. To mature their, you know, their question. But I don't want the podcast to become too long. We are going to have a part two to this episode. But I wanted to say this: if you think that this concept of lumping it, it happened only to me, or just let's say to the Muslim and this concept, think again. It happens to all of us. We do it all the time right. to each other, and that is how we make life more complicated. And we create, we create, you know, wars that they don't have to be there yeah. we create uh, create barriers and walls that they were never there to begin right. with but we will get back to that so again so listen to the second episode of this uh, epi- uh, I mean, second part of this episode mm-hmm. but in the meantime again don't forget life is simple we make it complicated take care bye bye